Welcome to the Feel Good Thoughts Podcast with Joey Tatunji. Feel inspired, feel empowered, and feel confident with your daily dose of feel-good thoughts. Discover self-love solutions with a holistic health approach to living. This podcast is for anyone who wants to live a feel-good life. So if that's you, then stay tuned. Welcome back to the Feel Good Thoughts Podcast. Today I am with a very inspiring Australian, somebody who is about to embark on the most incredible run, somebody who has actually run from the North Pole to the South Pole. And uh, here I am with Pat Farmer. So welcome, Pat. Hey, thank you so much. It's great to be here. And, um, you know, North Pole, South Pole, I'm thinking about that now. I don't know how I did that. It seems like it was somebody else. But anyway, it was me. It's incredible, you know, that you ran all that way. And can you share with us straight, first of all, how long was that run? Yeah, look, that was uh, 20,900 kilometres. It was, I, I could give you the exact figure, it's a little bit over that, but um, basically 20,900 kilometres, so more than 20 million steps from start to finish. I was dropped off by Russian helicopter in the North Pole, wow. and from there I dragged a sled out all the way through to Canada that had my tent in there, my ice axes, my supplies, a 303 rifle, lots of olive oil, lots mm -hmm. of, uh, yeah, lots of uh, bits and pieces to, to be able to survive on. Uh, most importantly, it had my uh, face mask, my, my hoodies, my, my covers and my fur-lined jacket. Incredible. I mean, the conditions must have been insane that you're running through. Like, you had snow and not just that, but I believe you didn't have any days off. Is that right? Yeah, and that's the most important thing about all of the runs that I've ever done, whether it be the run around Australia for our Centenary Federation, whether it be across Australia, north the south of Australia, whether it be across the Simpson Desert, whether it be the length of Vietnam, which I've run from up near the Chinese border all the way down to the southernmost point, past the wall, a Great Wall of China, um, or that pole-to-pole -pole run. Mm. Um, I don't take a day off. So these really are a race against time from start to finish to get to the end of destination as quickly as I possibly can. So I'd like to think that's a point of difference with myself as an ultramarathon runner and a multi-day ultramarathon runner, that I treat all of these things like a race rather than, you know, just sort of dawdling along and if I get sick or something goes wrong, I take a day off, recover or a week off or a month off. Mm. As you hear about some people, they say, oh, you know, we've tracked around the world, but they've come into problems and they've taken a month off or so and then they've gotten back to it. For me, it's got to be continuous, it's got to be a fair income effort and it's, um, it's got to be sustained, a sustained effort. So the pole to pole run, yeah, no days off, 10 months and 13 days. Uh, 14 different countries along the way. So I came on into Canada, ran through the United States of America, so the length of the United States, ran the length and the breadth of Mexico. So I came in um, into Mexico near Brownsville there and then ran down the, the Gulf of Mexico, basically down the East Coast and then up over the Santa Madre Mountains across to the West Coast because I had to go into Guatemala on that side and then from there Guatemala, Nicaragua, El Salvador, Costa Rica, um, Panama, then through the Darren jungle I had 19 armed soldiers come with me through wow. the, the, the Darren jungle but that was tough going through there, snakes and oh, wow. um, man, all sorts of problems, flooding rivers, you got incredible humidity which was the complete opposite of what I was experiencing mm. uh, in the polar regions. Uh, down there around the Ecuador and around the, the centre of the world, 
you know, of course it's incredibly hot through the day and you'll get this build up, build up, build up and then thunder and lightning storms in the afternoon and when you're in the jungle, that just means one thing, it means flooding in the evenings and that's exactly what we had to put up with. So we would camp in uh, hammocks up in the trees and you would see the snakes making their way up from the rivers because they're trying to escape the flood. Oh, don't tell me that, I don't <laughs> like snakes. <laughs> don't tell me that, please. Well, I didn't sleep much through there, I can tell you. That was my next question. How did you sleep like that? So, I mean, so courageous to just do that run and to think you ran every day for just over 10 months, like, well, 10 and a bit months. Yeah. And, you know, on an average, how many kilometres a day were you running? Yeah, well, um, that one, from start to finish, the average worked out 65K a day. But there were wow. numerous days, like all, all of Colombia was 95Ks a day every single day. Mexico was um, numerous days up to 140K a day, back to back for three or four days. Uh, the averages were pulled down because of the North and South Pole, the regions there, especially the North Pole, which is just an ice cube that breaks up and then reforms and breaks up and reforms. Mm. It's just so slow going up through the polar region and um, you know, I was just, just grateful to survive it. But yeah, enormous mileage all the way through the, through the heartland of the Americas. Well, congratulations. I mean, an absolute amazing achievement to do that. And the kilometers that you're clocking and running is just incredible. Now, I know pole to pole, you mentioned you also ran through China. You've done a, a numerous number of these ultra marathon events, but you have one coming up and it is starting iconically on Australia Day. So uh, share to us where will you be in the world on Australia Day and what next ultra marathon will you be embarking on? Well, this one is fantastic because this one is, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about doing this next one. It's a run the length of India. So I will start at a place called Kanyakumari, mm -hmm. which is, or Cape Common as it used to be known as. And from there, right down on the southernmost point of India, not far from Sri Lanka, I will head up from there along the west coast and make my way all the way up through places like Kochi and Goa and on into Mumbai and then from Mumbai across to Agra which is famous for the Taj Mahal from Agra up into Delhi uh, and I've got a couple of treats organised there along the way some very interesting uh, film stars uh, sports people and maybe even the leader of the country maybe even the Prime Minister of the country there's a a lot of talk about him actually running with me for a section of the, the event too on into Delhi and then from there on up into the Himalayan mountains, so the base of the Himalayan mountains. So I finish at a place called Srinagar which is a, a magnificent spot right up there in amongst the mountains. So about 4,600 kilometres, mm -hmm. once again close to 80 kilometres per day every single day, no days off uh, for around 60 days. Uh, this event as all of the events that I've done, it will be to support a worthwhile cause and a charity. So to create better relations between both Australia and, and India, of course, and to assist with the free trade agreement, which both governments are trying to get up at the moment. But most importantly, more than anything, uh, to prove to people that you can achieve any anything that you set your mind to if you simply believe in yourself and you never ever give up on your goals, uh, even something as enormous as this. And then lastly, but most importantly, to raise funds for girls' education throughout India. Amazing. And, um, you know, sadly, India, like a number of other countries around the world, have neglected girls' education. The emphasis has been on boys. Mm -hmm. And my, um, you know, my belief is that if you can educate girls, if you can educate the women, then you can educate the nation. 
because these young girls grow up to be the mothers of the families and if they're the mothers of the families then they're the first educators of their children mm -hmm. and as such the whole nation moves forward with its education base. That's just beautiful. I love that the fact you're also doing it to support this charity and girls and you know that empowerment just there and something you mentioned was never give up on your dreams and that's that's really incredible you know you can dream big and you can really believe in yourself I mean what you have done already you know the self-belief that you have and just spending time with you you know you're a real person who walks your talk you know you're motivated every time we've had a chat you're very inspiring and you've got this awesome energy about you now tell me going into this knowing what's ahead of you the weather there it's pretty hot how have you prepared for this well you know we've had some pretty warm days uh, throughout throughout Sydney in recent times over the Christmas breaks but then of course you know you can't compare Sydney weather in Sydney to anything because from one day to the next, it's completely different. You know, mm. thunderstorms, lightning, and then and then rain and, and colder conditions, which we're experiencing right at this point in time. So I think as all athletes, and you as an athlete as well, you know, you just you just do the job that you, you're out there to do and you just get on with it. And you realize that you cannot control things like the weather, you cannot control, there's gonna be things that'll go wrong. I will get injuries along the way, I'll get, I'll have the usual aches and pains, the blisters, the bruises, uh, all, all the things that everybody else experiences. But the difference is that um, experiences show me that if I push on regardless, uh, there will be a better day ahead and a, a finer day. So if the weather's thunderstorms and raining or, or what I expect in the southern part of India, very, very, very hot, it'll cool down later on, you know, somewhere somewhere later up along the, the run, you know, you can't run through a whole country, you can't go through 60 days and get the same weather every single day. So yeah. there's no use worrying too much about it. I've got great equipment, I'm, I'm wearing Brooks running shoes, I've got a number of different types of shoes to suit all weather terrains and, and all um, uh, road surfaces, but I've also got some great, you know, weather jackets and things like that to accommodate very, very cold conditions, very warm conditions. And then, like I say, you know, it's, it's the same old slogan. You just have to get out there and just got to get on with the job. And I think that's why people love sports people. They don't waste too much time dwelling on the negative. They just get on with it. Yeah, I love it. Don't dwell on the negative. Just get on with it. And uh, Pat, to finish up today's podcast, I was wondering if you could share with us just one feel-good thought that you could share with the listeners or... Um. Even if you have, do you have like a, a motivational quote or something you think about when you're running to push you through? Well, my usual line, which is something I live my life by, and hopefully they'll end up putting it on my tombstone when I pass from this earth because I'd like people to remember me for this. It's quite simply this, that there is no force on this earth greater than your own personal will. If you want to do something, and I mean literally, if you want to do anything with all your heart, you can and you will find a way. But if you don't truly want to do it, you'll simply find an excuse. So what I, what I want to say to all of your listeners is, uh, is quite simply this. Figure out what it is that you want with all your heart and remember, no excuses. Thanks. I love it. Thank you so much, Pat. So much motivation. And I just feel inspired to put shoes on and go for a run myself now. <laughs> well, <welcome> to. <laughs> After that, I want to wish you the best wishes and best of luck on your journey in India. Now, if anyone wants to follow you whilst you're running, now um, on social media, do you have a hashtag or have you got, you know, 
some tweets coming out or something we got, helping we got, you. We got the works. We got hashtags. We got <laughs> blogs. We got Facebook. We got Twitter. We got this. We got that. If anybody wants to know more about the event, they simply jump on to patfarmer.com. So www.patfarmer.com. And they'll be able to see all the information on there plus updates. I'll have a race doctor that will be putting up some of my vital statistics. Everything wow. like rest, resting heart rate, uh, altitude, all sorts of different things will be going on there. The types of food I'll be consuming while I'm going along, how much of it, how much, uh, um, how much fluid I'll be digesting and what types. All of those things will be up there and so much more information. So we'll be keeping people up to speed uh, and using social media to the nth degree. Just awesome. Thank you so much, Pat. And I will also pop a link um, just under the blog at my website as well. And if you click through on iTunes, just have a look in the info section. You'll have all that there, some details to follow Pat on his journey. I can't wait to follow you. Every day I'll be checking in to see where you're at <laughs> and uh, cheering you along. So best wishes. What you're doing is really, truly incredible. So thanks for being part of the Feel Good Thoughts and good luck. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Remember as Feel Good Joey says, choose positivity and live at a high frequency of love. Go to feelgoodjoey.com for more inspiration.